this is Autumn Odin, and Hannah Overby is not here currently because she is starting her PhD, which I'm super proud of her for. But in her place, slash as a guest, I have my boyfriend, Anthony, on. So super excited to have him here. So I'll just briefly let him introduce himself and welcome to our podcast, Anthony. Hi, uh, <clears throat> my name is Anthony Perry. I am the infamous boyfriend of Autumn Odin. Uh, yeah, that's just about it for me. <laughs> that's your one like focus of life is to be my boyfriend. Okay, so cool. I appreciate that. But also, what do you do? I am. Slash, who are you? <laughs> I am a youth pastor at uh, Resurrection Church of Hastings in Hastings, Minnesota. Uh, I am also a sports coordinator at the YMCA. Um, I've been doing youth ministry for a very, very long time now. I want to say about five, six years, so not too long. Um, so that's pretty much the area that I want to focus on right now in my life. Um, personally, it's just ministry, but uh, right now I'm focusing more on youth ministry. So, Very cool. Okay, so I guess to jump in, let's just start with... Uh, what is what is youth ministry uh and then we'll just bounce around from there but in your own words what is youth ministry yeah uh i would say youth ministry is uh ministering to the youth um so in church obviously you have children's you have youth and then you have uh, your normal congregation uh, your sunday morning services um and so youth ministry our job is to build up the next generation of students uh, the next generation of christians um, so that way, when they're ready and prepared, they can go to Sunday service um, or just plug themselves into a church. Uh, our job is to pretty much be a youth, uh, be a friend to them, um, be a mentor to them, but ultimately show them the love of Christ. Um, and so that is what my job specifically is, is to minister to the youth. Very nice, very nice. And so what got you into doing youth ministry? Oh, man, I will try to sum, about, sum it up as fast as I can. Uh, so <clears throat> before living in Minnesota, I lived uh, right outside Chicago, Illinois. I grew up in Aurora, Illinois. It's about uh, 45 minutes away from Chicago. And I um, always loved kids. I always loved working with kids. Um, I used to babysit and get all the kids together around um, and just hang out with them in the neighborhood. Uh, and I really wanted to do psychology as I got older. Um, when I moved to Minnesota, I got introduced into the church world um, and started going to a youth service uh, and actually at the church that I'm at now. Um, and I, man, I started going there and I just felt this pull, this push into um, wanting to do youth ministry. Um, and I didn't really understand like God's calling at that point in my life, but I knew like, okay, like, I feel like this is what I'm supposed to do with my life. And uh, as I've gotten older, I realized, dang, like, okay, like now I know like this was my calling. This was my purpose um, was to minister to these kids. Um, that's kind of how I got started into it. Um, I became an intern at a different church about five years ago, um, five, six years ago. And I was a youth intern for three of those years, became the youth director there for a year, uh, decided to step away from there. And then now I've been a youth 
the youth uh, pastor over at um, the church I'm at now for the past two, going on three years. So it's kind of how I got. Nice. Yeah. And you just got promoted. Basically, that's how I would sum it up. So <laughs> tell, tell the fine people so, what you're doing. So um, sometimes in ministry, um, churches like to switch things up. Uh, usually within ministry, you have like your lead pastor. Um, and a lot of churches, uh, youth ministry, a lot of times they have co-leadership. So there used to be two youth directors, um, myself and um, the other youth director. And uh, she decided to step away. Um, and so now the position is fully in my hands. I'm just kidding. It's not my hands. It's God's hands. But uh, no, I <laughs> actually um, the youth director, solo youth director now. So um, it's a lot different. Uh, it's 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 going well so far. We're doing really well. Um, so yeah, it's that's the quote unquote promotion that I've been given. <laughs> nice. Okay. And what would you say is your favorite part of youth ministry or why, what keeps you coming back? That's a deep question. Um, the one that comes to my head, I would say is growing up and not being a Christian. Um, I was looking for some sort of love from people and what kept me coming to church and coming to youth ministry or youth group was um, the, the youth pastors, the, my leaders, because they showed unconditional love. Um, and I feel like as a Christian, we are called to show the love of Christ to everyone. It doesn't matter who it is. And I want to reach out to the kids that don't feel that, you know, a lot, a lot of, a lot of kids right now, um, I mean, even me growing up, like I've never experienced God. I've never had that experience. I've never felt his love, never felt his presence. Um, and I just want to help kids uh, know that they are loved. And that's the only thing that, I mean, in my opinion, matters as being a youth pastor is ministering to kids and, and showing them that they are worth uh, everything in this world. Um, and I want them to understand that they are loved they do have a purpose. They do have a calling and um, God willing, as long as he wants me to do that with the youth, I'm going to do it. And that's what brings me the most joy out of it is every Wednesday continuously showing up in an environment where I can just be myself um, and minister to the kids. Um, and it's also really cool just to, you, you, you live life with them. You know, you, you get involved with their their schools and you get involved with their 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 sports and, and all these different things and it becomes a family it's not just a job um and i think that's also one of the other things I love about it. it's not a job to me it's it's my life it's a passion um so yeah that that's those are the the main reasons i would say so yeah and you talked about this a little bit but i'd like to go into it a little bit more uh whatever you'd like to share, but you talked about kind of growing up, how that was unconditional love for you. So if you could talk a little bit about just growing up and what your experience was with the church, I think uh, let's focus on both positive and maybe some challenges that you've encountered. Cause I know a lot of people growing up as Christians, not everyone has a path of like, Oh, I came from really 
awesome family and we went to church every Sunday and now I'm still a Christian where I think that's not necessarily the path you had. So would just love for you to share a little bit more about that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I, yeah, I, I didn't come from a, a, a Christian home in a sense of um, my father and my mother weren't Christians. Um, my grandma was who I eventually moved in with. Um, my mom was into drugs and alcohol, same as my father. Um, so I kind of grew up in a broken home. Um, my grandma was Catholic, so she would uh, teach me, you know, about God and Jesus and, and, and what it's like to be a Christian. And she would never use the word Catholic, which always stuck out to me as a kid. Um, but I grew, I grew, I, when I lived with her, I grew up going to church but I just didn't care about church. Um, and f- for example, so I would go to service and I, I would sit there and I'd be like, yeah, like, this is really cool, you know, but then I would go back home and, and do whatever I wanted and acted like, you know, I was fine. I was saved. Um, and it, I never really understood what it meant to be a Christian. I thought what it meant to be a Christian was just to, you know, believe in God and, and, and everything will be okay. and You'll go to heaven. Um, but obviously, you know, uh, that's not what I believe now. And I think that as Christians, that's not who we are supposed to be. I think we're called to, to live a relationship with Christ, not just believe in Christ. Um, so yeah, growing up, I didn't really grow up in the best environments. Um, my father passed away when I was four. And so, um, that was something I've always struggled with as well. Growing up as a Christian is like, dang, like, why would you take away my father? Which is something I struggled with a lot. Um, And just, I mean, same with my mother, you know, she was never really in my life. So that was always a struggle I had as well with, with, with God was like, okay, well, if you are who you say you are, why don't I have earthly parents, you know? Um, So growing up, like, wasn't the best I wanted, I never really felt loved. Um, the only time I felt love was, was from my grandma, but all the other things affecting me um, piled over to the point where I felt like I had to fit in and be loved by the wrong people. So I inserted myself in with a lot of uh, uh, people that, you know, like I'm not proud of the things I've done, but I, I felt their love. Um, I felt like I was supposed to be with them. So I went with it and, and hung out with them and, and uh, just <laughs> did some pretty dumb things. I'm not going to lie. Um, and ended up biting me in the butt. Uh, had a really bad experience with a group of them and it left me traumatized and, and, and hurt because I didn't know what else there was like what else I could do, how, how I could find love. Um, especially with the ones that said that they would love you and be there for you no matter what. So that really hit me hard. And eventually, uh, you know, got to the point where my grandma couldn't take care of me. So when she couldn't take care of me, I had to move in with my mom here in Minnesota. Uh, it'll be eight years in November. And, moved here. And and that's where God was like, you know, I'm going to meet you at your lowest point, Anthony. And, uh, (laughs) 
uh, got me involved, uh, or got myself involved with the youth program that uh, I am now a part of, um, that I essentially run. Uh, and honestly, like I never understood who he was until that moment. And I finally realized, okay, like he's always been there with me. He's always loved me. Um, he always has me. And, and so a lot of people will always ask, well, like, how can you continuously love God or believe in something with all this stuff going on in your life? Like, how, how can you follow that? And to me, it's like, well, he's, even though like we can't physically see him, you still see him throughout your life. And all these little things that have happened in my life start to make sense now. It's like, okay, so this happened and there's a reason for that, you know, um, I'm really big into uh, God can turn anything ugly into something beautiful. Um, and he turned uh, a situation in my life that I thought would never, ever, ever, ever improve into now I'm living the best life that I could ever live. Uh, so that's, that's kind of like how it, how I came to be uh, a Christian, um, how I, how I got involved in ministry. And then eventually um sorry and then eventually uh continually con continuing the story um, like um i started going to the youth program and then i uh went to a retreat called winter chill and at winter chill i first felt that push that hey you should be doing this um and i felt that from god and i was like i don't know i don't really know about that but it sounds kind of cool and then eventually as i've continuously grown in my faith i've realized okay this is where i'm so supposed to be and i've clearly heard god like hey this is your calling this, this is who you are and this is what i want you to be um and i'm continuing continuous continuing to say yes um so it's kind of like the fast version <laughs> so yeah that, that was pretty good that was pretty Thank good you. i'm surprised normally it's like 40 minutes, but that was great. <laughs> okay. Um, what do I want to ask? There, there are a few things, but I think one of the things that I'm curious to dive a little bit deeper into is so along this journey, uh, you've been pulled or feel a call towards doing ministry. So for someone who might not know what their calling is or feel like oh what am I doing with my life why does it matter what are different things or pieces of advice that either you've been given or things that God has spoke to you that you believe have led you to want to now pursue doing pastoral ministry full-time that's a good question um I think the biggest thing for me um and kind of like what I said earlier, I've never heard the audible voice of God, but I've heard God in other people. And um, so how I explain to people is, oh, I mean, well, with me, it, it's, it, it kept continuously coming up and every time I'd be like, okay, what do I want to do next? Like, God, like, give me a sign, give me something. And then literally just like that, um, someone would come up and be like, Hey, you're really good at this or, or, or something <laughs> with ministry. And, and it's just like, it was incredible. It's just like, okay, why do I keep ignoring the signs? Um, and I, there was a point where I, I didn't want to do ministry actually. Um, but in that moment, 
where I like wanted to give up ministry and just didn't want to do it. I, I was just thinking of like, what can I do? What can I do? What can I do? And I realized I can't see myself doing anything else in my life. Like, this is the only thing I can see myself doing, whether that's youth ministry, whether that's being a lead pastor somewhere, whether that's working um, in young life, some, some sort of ministry, that's all I can see myself doing. Um, it, nothing else brings me joy. Like nothing else in this world, like can, can bring that satisfaction of, of doing that. And I think that's the biggest thing. And so when I tell my kids, like, or my youth kids, Hey, like, what, how do I, like, how do I know what God's plan for me is? I'm like, well, okay. What are you good at? X, Y, Z. They'll tell me what they're good at. I'm like, okay. Think of, think of that and think of like, what, like, think of, does that align up with what being a Christian is? Um, Can you see yourself following God? in those actions? Can you see yourself pursuing Christ in those actions? Because if you're not pursuing Christ and you don't feel Christ there with you, you're not pursuing your calling, in my opinion. Um, So I always tell kids, like, if you can see yourself doing this and align yourself with God, are you actually pursuing Christ? Is this like, do you think what God has for you? So that's kind of like what I tell people is, is, find something that you can't see yourself doing. Like that's the only thing you can see yourself doing and seeing if it lines up with Christ. Uh, that's, that's just what I tell my kids. Um, Cause that's what happened with me, you know? Um, but I do think God speaks to us in different ways. And, and, and I mean, I'm not the end all be all. I, I, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't have all the answers, but I know that if you are continuously pursuing Christ and um, you keep seeing Christ in your life with what you're doing, I will say you're doing what God wants you to do. And what would you say, I guess, to someone who might be even doubting faith or not interested in faith? And because I'm sure that happens with some of the kids. So what kind of things do you say or how do you give encouragement in those times? That's a good question. Um, <clears throat> so the, the, the one thing people have to realize is we are not Superman. We're not Batman. We're not, we, we cannot save people. It is not, it's not my job to force you to believe in what I believe. It is my job to show you what it looks like to be a Christian and to love on you. Um, so for my kids, they're at that age where they're questioning a lot of things. And I tell them, you, you have to continuously pursue God and look for God, even in your deepest, darkest moments. Um, and that's easier said than done coming from a 25 year old. <laughs> like I'm 25 years old and there are days that I'm just like, okay, God, like, I, I don't know, like what, like, are you really helping me with this or are you really, you know, watching over me during this point? And, and I tell the kids, I'm like, well, God is, is a God of miracles. Like he can, he can do anything, but you have to trust him and have faith in him. And you have to continue to, to pour into him. Um, and so when I have kids coming up to me and saying, well, well, how do, how do you know he's real? Or, or how do you know, like, he, he has this. I'm like, well, 
the, I mean, we believe we, we, we have faith in our lives. So it's believing the unknown. Like I, I don't, I don't hundred percent know everything, but I can tell you that what he's done in my life and how he's impacted my life and how he has changed my life and how I've seen that in other people. I can tell you that there is a God and that I have no doubt in my mind that there is a God. Um, so I always tell them, Hey, read your Bible, dive deep. And, um, we, it's actually funny. You just said that. So we, uh, we just got back from camp a couple months ago and we have this thing called camp high. We're like, you've been around Christians for seven days. And so like, you're a Christian now you believe in God and, and all these different things. But the issue is when, when people give their life to Christ or when people say they give their life to Christ, they have this high, like, yes, Jesus, 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 Jesus. And then all of a sudden, you know, they come back home to their home life and they don't have those, those people around them. Uh, their home life is awful. Their friendships are awful. Their environment that they put themselves in is awful. Like all these different things. So I, I tell them you, you have to stay in the word. You have to stay in prayer. You have to stay in worship. There's this thing that we learned at camp. It's you spend 15 minutes with God. It's five minutes reading your Bible, five minutes praying and five minutes worshiping. Um, and that's just setting time aside to grow your relationship with Christ because being a Christian is having a relationship with Christ. It's not just a one-way relationship, you know, same thing with, uh, 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 you know, like a relationship as in boyfriend, girlfriend, right? You can't just expect to be loved by that person. You also have to put your love and your time and your energy into that relationship. And that's the same with Christ. I can't just tell Autumn, hey, I want you to love me and, and be there for me and, and, and be that person for me, but I'm not going to put in any effort because that's not what a relationship is. It's the same thing with, with Christ. You, you have to put in your time and effort to grow. You can't just sit there and be like, all right, I'm going to grow my relationship and then not read your Bible. <laughs> so that's kind of how I tell my kids. It's like, it's a relationship and you, you have to put all your effort into the relationship because God's putting all this effort into the relationship. Um, so that's kind of the advice I give the kids. It's really good. So, I do have some other questions, but I just wanted to open it up to see if you had any other thoughts on youth ministry or just anything else you wanted to share, or have someone take away from that just what your calling is, is, is again, finding those things that you can't really see yourself doing, or you can't see yourself, you can't see yourself not doing anything else. <laughs> Sorry, I worded it weird. Um, and, and seeing if that aligns with Christ, like, um, like I said, I, I can't see myself doing anything else, you know, and, and there are plenty of people in this world that, that, that aren't in ministry that are, leading people to Christ. It, it's a type of ministry. You know, there, there are athletes that are leading people to Christ. There are carpenters that are leading people to Christ. There are, there are bakers that are leading people to Christ because they're at a place where they know this is the only thing they can see themselves doing. And they are trusting God and following his footsteps and, and obeying what he asks them to do. So I would just say, find something that find your passion, find, find what you're best at and, and and see if that's aligning with what Christ wants you to do and see if that's aligning with following Christ. Um, so that would be my takeaway from that. 
That's really good. I like that. So now fun questions. Why do I? Uh, why do you put up with me? <laughs> the autumn. Yes, she is the autumn. What do you love about the autumn? <laughs> That's what kids at camp called me. They're like, it's the autumn. <laughs> um, I went to visit. That's cute. Why do I put up with autumn? Why you got to put me on the spot? I would say what, what draws me the most, and I've said this time and time again, and I've said this to her, I've said this to people. Um, this is the first relationship I've been in that has been an actual Christian relationship. Um, and so for me, like, everything that I've ever wanted in a Christ-like woman, I've seen in Autumn. And she continuously pushes me um, when I, when there are days that I don't want to keep going, uh, she gives me words of encouragement. She, she, um, just is always there for me. Even like when I felt like there was, there's no one there. Um, but like I said, I think the biggest thing and the biggest attraction is that she's a Christian and that she is continuously pursuing her faith and is also pushing me in my faith and vice versa. And I, I think that's, that's what I love most about you is, is, is how much you pour, try to, how much we try to, oh my gosh, I can't even talk now. How much we try to, we're, we're, we're pursuing Christ. He's speechless people. <laughs> like we're pursuing Christ <laughs> together. And, and I think that's the biggest draw that I have. Um, like even just simply like, Hey, can we pray? Like, Oh my gosh, what's like, I've never had that. So it's like incredible. Just like these that I've always wanted in someone <laughs> and, and, and not only just that, but like supporting what I'm doing. Um, I never really had that support in a significant other. Um, so like supporting, Hey, this is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. And you know what? Like I'm going to be with you step by step. Um, and I'm going to be you, be with you through thick and thin through that um, and encouraging me to, to pursue this. Uh, I, I had a I, funny story and I don't think anybody else knows this, but there was a time where I didn't decide that I, I there was a time where I didn't want to do youth ministry. And that was when I first originally stepped away uh, or I stepped down back at my old church. But the other time was actually recent um, and like what I tell you, like, I don't even think she knew, but we went to a river Valley service and, um, for a while autumn was like, Hey, like you, you're, I can see you doing this. I can see you doing this. I can see you doing this. And I'm a lot of times I'm like, eh, I, I don't. I have this issue where I don't speak highly of myself or like, I don't give myself enough credit, which I'm working on, <laughs> but <laughs> um, we all are. Yeah. Like I, I, the fact that she was pushing me to go up and say yes and actually stop denying what I was denying, I think has, was, was it for me. Like that was, that was the, that was all I needed to see or, and to feel was that push. Um, 
and they were calling people up and and I was sitting there and and I just could see like that she wanted me to do it and that not just wanted but that she knew that I could do it and I think that that's what has impacted me the most about this relationship and why I continuously pursue this relationship is because you are a true Christian and like you you are like what I need as 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 a significant other um so though I would say those are like the the biggest um the biggest things for me so yeah yeah oh, cute that was super sweet um yeah I think that was something that struck me about you as well as just the level of faith you have uh it was probably when you first were describing your upbringing and life I was just like dang like and I thought I had faith like this man has so much faith and just continuously pursuing God and all that you do and I think also focusing on so one of the first things we connected on is God is at the top of a triangle so if you think of it like a triangle so like God is at the top and the two people are on the sides and you're growing up and towards God and that was something that I had written in my journal of just like what I wanted out of a Christian man. And then also something that I wanted out of a relationship was have our purposes aligned. So what that looks like is just feeling very called. It doesn't have to be a certain job or thing, but for me, it was just, I wanted to focus on showing other people the love of Jesus and all that I do. And for him, that was super similar. And I think that's what we originally connected on and, we're continuously growing each other. And I think unlike um, a past relationship, I just feel like this is like, we're never complacent at all. And I think sometimes that pushes me to be better and do better. And I think growth for me is something I want and need, but at times it's challenging. And I think, and that's something you do is you don't give up on that. And that's, that's why I love you. So, ah, so cute. Okay. Um, any final closing thoughts before we say signar? <clears throat> yeah. If you guys, uh, I mean, if <laughs> I've never really done this before, but uh, if any of you listening, you guys have questions, um, feel free to reach out. Uh, I will. Uh, do do I just? give you like my instagram like i don't know how that works give you give give the people <laughs> the handle. handle give them the um, handle yeah so uh you know uh hit me up on the gram uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> i'm forgetting my instagram right now <laughs> yeah you are it's underscore a p f o r so like four underscore three so a underscore ap4 underscore three and we'll include it in our instagram posts uh just so yes, folks have it but also if you guys follow me you can easily find him because he's all over my instagram but uh i really appreciate you coming on and yeah. this was so fun i really enjoyed having you so i would say key takeaways is just focusing on aligning your purpose or what you feel like you're called to do with what God wants you to do and to also find yourself a significant other that is pursuing 
God with you and just focusing on that purpose. Cause honestly, people, it makes life so much easier when you already have that in someone else and you don't need to change different things about yourself to fit their needs. So also this was one thing I really love about you, but this man was a pursuer. Like he did not give up. There are times I was like, eh, and then he would just come and pop up and be like there every single time. So I really appreciate that about you. Follow along with the podcast. We are on all podcasting platforms and you can find us on the gram as well at Raise Your Standards Podcast. And then myself is at Automodine and Hannah's at Hannah underscore over B. So we hope to have Hannah back soon and um, hoping that her grad school is off to an awesome start. But thanks again, Anthony, for the podcast.